Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he entered to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him to her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, you may be seated. Good to see all of you again. Thank you. Thank you. This morning we're going to take a really good look at Luke 10, verse 42, which reads, It is Mary who has chosen the better part. Grace and peace be to you from God and the Lord Jesus Christ. May the Holy Spirit guide us to love as Jesus has loved us, to have mercy as Jesus has had mercy, and to forgive as Jesus has forgiven us. Amen. Amen. Surviving the Ages It's a first-person story of a desert experience told by a rich jewelry merchant. And he writes, One day I was overtaken by a great storm. It buffeted me and my caravan this way and that until I was separated from the caravan and I had become completely lost. I kept moving for days until I discovered that I had been wandering around in circles. It was then that I realized that I had run out of food. I was half dead from starvation and in dire need of nourishment. In a fit of panic, I unloaded every bag in my camel's back, hoping desperately to find just a morsel or two tucked away somewhere. I searched through every bag again and again, but there was no food to be found. And suddenly my heart beat with new hope when I came upon a small pouch that I had overlooked. My hands were shaking, and trembling, and I tore open the pouch, and my heart just sank with despair. All that the pouch contained were diamonds. Each of us, each of us, need to make that basic decision about how we intend to live our lives. We can decide to make the first priority in our lives our own self-fulfillment, our own security, our own happiness, but you know, and you know this, such preoccupation with self, is, with self is an obstacle to human happiness and fulfillment, because human happiness and fulfillment can only be achieved with genuine love, or, or now, we can decide to image God instead. We can decide to image God, and we can spend our lives seeking the fulfillment and the happiness for others, and this is what is implied with real love. In such a case, it's the gospel truth, the gospel truth 
then we shall surely attain our own happiness and fulfillment. So in today's gospel lesson, a story well known, Luke tells us that Jesus enters this village and goes to the home of Martha, and she welcomed him into her house. She had a sister named Mary who sat down at the Lord's feet and listened. Meanwhile, Mary is Martha is distracted with all the serving to make sure this is here and this is there and this has to be here and there and the salad fork, you know, left of the regular fork and so on and so forth. But here's the picture. Mary's sitting at Jesus' feet, intent on hearing everything this special guest has to say. Martha's fussing and she's fixing and straightening and preparing. And Martha left no doubt what her opinion was regarding what was going on in the other room with her sister, and she should have taken more priority have taken more priority than Mary's. So she took her case to Jesus. Lord, don't you care that my sister is out here leaving all the serving and the preparation to myself? Please tell her to stop. Please tell her to come in here and help me. And it must have been a bit of a shock when Jesus replies, Martha, Martha, you are afraid and you worry and you fret about so many things and yet very few things are really needed. Indeed, only one. It's Mary who has chosen the better part. Mary had chosen to listen. The Mary and Martha story makes an important point for those of us who worry sometimes and in the last couple of years taught us to worry even more about so many things. We get so involved with what we're doing, we forget why we're doing it. We get so involved with chosen lifestyles, we often forget why we're living it. We get so involved with accumulating things that money can buy that we often forget there are so many things that money cannot buy. So there's an ancient legend about a woman who is seeking perfection. And she makes a long and difficult journey in search of an old man who is known as the wisest of the wise. And finally she arrives at this hermitage and she asks the question that has been haunting her for years. Sir, when will I be able to see myself as perfect? So the wisest of the wise answers. All right, you need to think of yourself as holding in your hand a delicate silk scarf, very expensive silk scarf, and gently begin, become, begin brushing the scarf across the highest mountain peak in the world. And you keep brushing that scarf over that mountain peak until the mountain is diminished and is gone. And then you go to the next mountain peak and you brush that scarf against that one over and over again until you've diminished that mountain peak. And you do the same thing to the next and the same thing to the next until all the peaks in the world have been worn away. And then you can ask the question, when will I be able to see myself as perfect? It will still be on your lips. <laughs> So, in today's gospel lesson, we are being asked. And we're being asked to see Mary, who's uh, doing the right thing, as a model of perfection. 
And we are, but I'm going to come back and there's a word in here spelled N-O-T, which I dropped. We are not being asked to see Mary who is doing the right thing as a model of perfection. But on the same side of the coin, we are not being asked to judge Martha either for her failure to sit at the Lord's feet. She had things to do too. Rather, we are being asked at each time, in every context, to judge ourselves according to this regard. When and where are we doing the right thing? Are we sitting at the Lord's feet and are we listening what has to happen? There's a great old play that was written uh, by Arthur Miller. It's called The Death of the Salesman. And there are some folks in here who probably remember that play. And there are some folks who probably don't. And the play came out in 1949. So you see, there's a separation of the ages in there. It's been made to a movie now twice, 1951 and 2016, I think. Frederick March starred as the salesman. Willie Loman is the salesman in this play, in this movie. And uh, Dustin Hoffman played in the one in 2016. A little bit of trivia, which you probably will on the way home say, I didn't need to know that, so <laughs> forget I said it. This Willie Loman is a great salesman, one of the best. A husband and a father who worked so hard almost all the time to become a super salesman so he could give his wife and his two sons absolutely everything they needed, all the money and all the material things he thought they wanted and needed. Well, he made money and he gave it to his wife and his boys as his way of showing affection to them. But Willie Loman wasn't listening. Willie Loman never knew that it wasn't money that they wanted or needed. They wanted him. They wanted a husband. They wanted a father. They wanted companionship. They wanted love. And he never ever figured out, figured out how to give himself to them in this way because he never saw their needs in this way. As the play proceeds, then the family crumbles and is destroyed because at the heart of it is a man who never learned how to meet his wife and children at the point of need. You know, we could do well to take that lesson, all of us, of course, once in a while, to take that lesson into our own relationships, beginning with the folks inside our own homes and extending out to the human family here and out there. We are members of a servant church. We are people of God who need to choose the better part when that arises. And people of God who know how to meet the needs of others at the point of their needs. A people of God who know how to listen to others because we have first listened to God. One day there appeared in a newspaper article a story about a college professor who had taken a trip to the Far East to do a little research, a lot of research. The professor received a phone call when he got back home from a woman who had read the article 
and said that she was about to go out to the same country where he went that he had just visited. And so she asked the professor if she could come to his office and talk about the trip. The professor said he'd be delighted. And the woman soon appeared, and here are the professor's words. After we shook hands, she said, now tell me about your trip. But as I began to speak, she started talking about her trip. And the professor said that for more than an hour, he found himself saying things like, well, isn't that interesting? Or, well, how about that? And during that hour, he didn't tell her a single thing. And finally, the woman checked the time and said, you know, i got to get going here. I have some errands to run. But I want you to know that you are the most interesting person I ever talked to. <laughs> so we're asked today and every day, if we walk out of here today, live our lives to open our hearts and open our minds right now to the presence of the living Christ deep within our being. Like the woman in today's gospel lesson who sat at the Lord's feet, choose the good portion, listen to his teaching. Don't talk, just listen. And Christ the Lord will tell you that you are the most, in person, most important person that he has ever listened to. And now may the peace of God, which sometimes eludes our human understanding, keep our hearts and our minds with the kind of faith that only Jesus can give because it moves us from anxiety to rest. Amen.